Hi, hi, it's Jan. Welcome back to All That Matters with Jan Goldstein. And so excited to approach this new week. I note lots of hope in the horizon. And it made me consider what it is uh, about hope that is so very essential. Oh my gosh, especially after the past year of so much turmoil and so much suffering and yet at the same time so much courage so much pulling together of people who wanted to heal people who wanted to help and that continues in the world and we need to just spread that incredible connection uh, to humanity Uh, And the way we do that, I think, in many ways, is the way we hope and the way we express hope. You know, as a kid, it's not something that um, necessarily you are taught, but I think that someone sets an example. If you're around people who are hopeful, around people who... uh, live by affirmation, who live positivity in in much of what they do, then you come to embody that. Um, the children's author, Shel Silverstein, the humorist, uh, said, listen to the mustn'ts, child. Listen to the don'ts. Listen to the shouldn'ts, the impossibles, the won'ts. Listen to the never-haves. Then listen close to me. Anything can happen, child. Anything can be. And I, I, I want to check in with all of you this week. And, and, and how is that concept working inside of you? Are you a believer that anything can be? Or do you aspire to be? Are you one who lives your life with that concept? Or has it been certainly fallow? for many weeks and months, a year. That belief that anything can be, I certainly think the fact that we have these vaccines in the world, I mean, my gosh, I know they'd been working on things similar to that for a long time, which is how they were able to get to the vaccine within that framework uh, because they'd already sort of had the uh, delivery system worked out and they had to figure out this a code that they had to fit in. But be that as it may, no matter what it is, uh, when you approach a new job, new work, re-entering the world, figuring out what your priorities are going to be in this altered universe that we live in, and yet that is contains so much of our traditions, if, if we've been living them, even in the midst of turmoil, It's traditions that connect us, and more than anything, it's hope. It's the belief in something. Jonas Salk said, hope lies in dreams, in imagination, and in the courage of those who dare to make dreams into reality. And I think that's what this moment is calling for, really. And this past year has called on us to dream to imagine a world where we could get our hands around this 
um, this scourge of the coronavirus, it also calls on us to imagine a world in which we can imagine um, the issue of racism is something that we tackle. We see it in our streets. We see it in the systems in which we live. And it is incumbent on all of us who are hopeful beings to put our hearts and our minds into ways in which we can eradicate that. And I know you may say, well, it's been around for so long. You know, how are we ever going to wrap our hands and hearts around it? You know, there's been a lot that's been around for a long time. There's been disease. There's been illness. And yet, as Jonas Salk would certainly tell you, uh, he was able to come up with something no one had come up with before. And he was able to help eradicate illness. We can imagine impossible things if we dare to make dreams into reality as he did and as many are doing right now throughout the world in just showing up, in just showing up. Are you there? Are you there for kids? Are you there for family members? Are you there for friends? Are you there for your community? And let me ask you between you and me, are you there for yourself? Because we have to show up for ourselves. If we do, as Shel Silverstein says, anything can happen, child. Anything can be. But we have to show up. And it's in showing up that we embody hope. It's those of us who hold back who who decide, I'm not ready to stick my foot into the ocean of possibility. It's, if we're holding back, it will never be. So I'm asking you this coming week, what will you stick your toe into? What will you try a bit more? How can you embody hope for your community? for your friends and family, and starting with yourself. What small step are you willing to take? Are we willing to take, because I've got to take the same step, to embody hope? Just name one. If I were you, I'd come up with a small list of two or three, four, of things I hope to do or hope to be, hope for my life, hope for my family's life, for my friends, my community, and what must I do to make that a reality? Barbara Kingsolve, a wonderful writer, says the very least you can do in your life is figure out what you hope for. And the most you can do is live inside that hope, not admire it from a distance, but live right in it, under its roof. Wow. The very least we can do is figure out what we hope for. And that's what this podcast this week is about. Asking the question, what is it 
you hope for? What is it I hope for? What is it we collectively hope for? But it must begin with the personal question. The most we can do is live inside that hope. We have to identify it and then live inside it. Oh, I I tell you, I'm thinking back to a time when I was in Israel studying and I was, my whole family was caught up in the Yom Kippur War and sometime after that, um, I engaged, I decided to enter the old city of Jerusalem, which really embodies Islam and Christianity and Judaism. Uh, but it's sort of this, it's the age-old section of the city. And many people had said, yeah, don't go in there now. There's been a war, there's been whatever. And I wouldn't call it courage. I would just call it either naivete or I would call it hope. It's what led me through the Yaffa Gate, down into the Shuk, into the marketplace, where I would often visit before the war this Arab baker. And we would dialogue with one another and we just became friendly. And whenever I would be there, I would wave or say hello or whatever. And on this one day, I went to him and he said, let me bake you breakfast. And he made this uh, wonderful pizza and he put eggs and cheese and spices and all kinds of different things, little vegetables and everything. And he baked it together. And we sat on the floor of his little hearth there. Uh, this It was really a little hovel in, in the marketplace. Um, and we ate together. We broke bread together. And I showed him pictures of my kids. And he said, uh, they're very handsome beautiful like their father because it is the custom in that tradition um, not to admire a mother not to say something complimentary about another uh, uh, another person's wife and um, which I had to learn about because I thought it was lovely to be able to say things about women and uh, you know, oh, she's very smart or she's very beautiful or she's very whatever. No, you don't say that within that tradition, but he complimented my children. I complimented his children. He showed me pictures. And we just sat there as two dads in different worlds, coming from different worlds. One, I'm the Western world and his the Middle Eastern world. And he lamented how sad it was that people were fighting and that wars continued in his father's time, in his father's father's time, going all the way back. And he dreamed aloud, why can't it be like this? Jen, why can't it be like this? We break bread together. We share our children. We hope. And it was that word hope that I saw that in the breaking bread with him, we were living out loud, just in our own small way, living peacefully, living side by side. Oh, gosh, don't we wish for that in the world. 
You know, Emily Dickinson said, hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. So putting feathers and wings on your hope this week, you're going to name it. You're going to identify what is it you hope for. And then you're going to put wings on that hope and you're going to live it. You're going to live within that hope and allow it to lift you with wings. Let it uh, lift each of us, elevate our lives, our souls, our bodies, our purpose. It was wonderful to hear the National Youth Poet Laureate Amanda Gorman at the inauguration share these words she had written. To hear them from a young person, her face aglow, living in the moment. The new dawn blooms as we free it, for there is always light, if only we're brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough to be it. Are we? I think we are. I think we can be brave enough to be it. Take those steps this week. Find out what it is you hope for. Start to let that take root within you. Start to dwell within it, underneath its roof. And when you're ready, let it take off. And together, let us fly. Listen to the mustn'ts, child. Listen to the don'ts. Listen to the shouldn'ts, the impossibilities, the won'ts. Listen to the never-haves, then listen close to me. Anything can happen, child. Anything can be. Here's to anything, and here's to being all that we hope for. Until next week, I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters.